Hoshkeldenis. Welcome to the Drawing Core podcast. How are you? Are you very well? I hope that you're good. Thank you for joining the Drawing Core. I'm very good. Very good this week. Um, there wasn't a Drawing Core podcast last week. Um, we're still a weekly podcast. We just didn't do last week. No particular reason. Just didn't happen. And also things have kind of changed a little bit around here. The drawing is turning. Things be rolling around. There might well be new formats of Drawing Core podcast that we explore in the coming future. And today's is no exception. Today we're going to read um, something about the recent general election in the United Kingdom. Happened last Friday, that would be the 12th, 12th of December 2019. And I said last week, I think uh, <clears throat> that I, I felt it was important to recognize it. This isn't a particularly political podcast, neither is it an educational, informative podcast. It is an opinionated podcast. But ordinarily, we're not talking about such politics as state governance apart from in abstract general terms. So, this is a more specific political subject, but we have chosen to um, drawing it in a very specific way. If you are familiar with Hunter S. Thompson, you may know that he invented what's known as... He invented... He, um, <clears throat> he is credited as having created what is known as gonzo journalism, which broadly is a journalism in which you write the journalist writes themselves into the piece in such a way as to create a, a more storified journalism. And Hunter S. Thompson was notorious for um, taking a lot of drugs having very savage political attitudes which are amazing like really powerful to read and um, going quite far off the beaten track uh, often so one of the things that you may know um, if, like the most likely to know is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas which was made into a film very crazy trippy film by Terry Gilliam. In the film, you'll see how uh, the character who represents Hunter S. Thompson is sent out to report on a kind of on a dirt bike rally, and ends up writing, being involved in this whole story of um, crazy parties and drugs and things that happen, circuses. Uh, someone who paints pictures of Barbara Streisand, um, all kinds of um, weird and wonderful things which all reflect themselves on the general politics of the time. So we've got a piece of writing, What I Done Have Written, today. 
which is a kind of general reflection of this political situation that we saw uh, manifest itself last week in the general election here in the United Kingdom. But it's not really very informative or specifically very much about the general election itself. It's much more um, a kind of impressionistic, wild, off running, running away from the beaten track. So, whether or not you think it's valuable as a political journalism of a kind, or whether it's just valuable as a piece of writing in a creative, non-fiction type way, or or just a, just a just a crazy piece of writing is really up to you and in fact the the thing itself kind of kind of explores that like what does it mean to have a political act these days so um i'm going to th- this is just an introduction i thought i'd fill a little bit of time to make it a bit more droney as we're used to uh you may have just heard um you, you may have just heard a poster falling down. Uh, that's what that was. Um, not not a particularly poignant poster, so it can't be said that it gives a clear signal of meaning to me. So um, yeah, that, that was a, a poster falling down live. So this is the drawing core introduction. We're going to go into this Gonzo piece now. And at the end we're going to play a song as you have come to expect. The song we're going to play at the end is called Bonking Boris by Fig Cake. Fig Cake is a very awesome uh, political breakcore artist. So we've shared quite a lot of breakcore on this podcast and the other political track we shared was um, Dirty Chronics, uh, Brexit Wankers and <clears throat> just like that one this is using samples to create a very a political message which has a very strong attitude and um, so I think it really fits into this Gonzo episode. Um, and I very re- much recommend Fig Cake also for his use of gypsy beats and some kind of queer political circus that he creates in his live stuff, which is a little absent from other live breakcore. It's a little bit special to me. I do love a bit of Fig Cake. So we're going to listen to Fig Cake at the end of the episode. Whilst we indulge in our gonzo journalistic endeavor we're gonna hear not the traditional um sunburst band drawing core piano loop we're gonna go for an acid techno mix uh, from the same recorded in cheltenham doesn't matter if you don't know where that is means very little to me that it was recorded there um, even though i know where it is recorded on the day of the general election last Friday make of that what you will and it's by TikTok and Toad and I will uh, include a link to that mix I also have include Fig Cake's song um, Fig Cake's the link to Fig Cake's music 
and I will also include a link to the text of this because it's a little dense in its because it's impressionistic it's a little dense in a way so um, just you know don't worry if you don't follow it all just kind of drink and sink what you can and if you want to read it in full you, you have that chance so I'll include I'll publish it online and you can uh, go and, and read it there so thank you for joining um, take care of yourself this week I'm going to sort of say goodbye now and then I'm going to stop recording and restart so I can put this uh, techno mix on um, be kind to yourself be kind to other people be kind to other people's pets and have a good week, have fun I will be back with a Christmas episode next week for those of you that celebrate Christmas um, but it won't be a very serious Christmas episode so if you don't celebrate Christmas then probably maybe even more interesting to you so yeah opurum sizi sizi seviorum hadi bye bye I sit writing this in the isolation of my home, out of city, out of town, the outside too cold for much time or energy, best scraped together and spent grappling with how to tell stories of an election in which I played little part. You and I, as much as you are able to follow and understand what I hope is an impressionistic torrent best undercut by reality, that is, if reality is bold enough to actually raise its brow and break the surface once again seen at all through the tides of bullshit that wash over. Anyway, you and I are listening to heavy acid techno and reading about Ruben Salazar, the journalist killed by police in Los Angeles East 49 years ago, although the story feels much more bristlingly close to now. Now is a time when it remains tenuous to claim with any certainty that the people control the police. The alternative? We are living in a police state. This feels much closer to the truth and perhaps not only close but in fact lumbering closer towards us out of the future, rising through the tides of bullshit like the Iron Man stepping out of the ocean, towering over our pathetic little lifeboat. There were protests after the election result. Boris Johnson, not my Prime Minister, defy Tory rule. There was violence on the streets in London, some baton-happy police and some fascists against us, who are the unrepresented, the disillusioned, the disaffected, the looking for that admirable defiance within ourselves. Boris Johnson is partly a brightly coloured clown mask obscuring a greedy, shallow and manipulative puppet fascist. And he is partly a greedy, shallow and manipulative puppet fascist. He is the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, which is the tip of an iceberg of absurdity, a politic of iceberg of absurdity.
not what you think you are, and I want you to quit thinking what you are, that you're just an old count man. If you die a devil as a tree falls, so shall it lie. If you've been a dollar-grubbing, miserly creep here, you'll be a creep. The government masquerades as a democratic system. Many of us feel a long way from democracy and we are floating around far too haphazardly to discern the functioning of any intelligible system. The efforts, the efforts of the conservative government to scapegoat increasingly underrepresented minorities while playing cheap magic tricks with pools of money seem to be increasingly alienating not only to so-called ordinary citizens but to businesses, businessmen, financemen, everyone save an arbitrary cabal of luck. Some random group of individuals lacking out on birth, family, prejudice, oppression, selfishness and sociopathy. They are a circus locked in a staring contest with their audience and it confuses me to wonder how political we are as audience members. On Saturday at a hardcore techno party in Bristol, someone held a cardboard sign painted in black capitals, more tech, less Tory. And Egged Cox, pioneer of clowncore and whatever else you can say about accordion over heavy beats, led us in singing Fuck Boris Johnson, as well as Bella Chow. And this is an old church where there was only one room, so unless you were in the smoking area, you were all together with the other fans and the repetitive bang, bang, bangs. And I wonder, do these declarations constitute political acts? Do they display political participation? Do they indicate engagement, awareness, temperament? Does voting do any of these things? The voting system in the United Kingdom is the much maligned first past the post in which the weight of power in government is unlikely to be representative of the weight of support in the country. As in this election, which sees a much wider gap between the blue team, Conservative Party, and the red team, the Labour Party, than is expressed by the proportions of votes cast. Teams other than the blue one and the red one are available, but largely irrelevant thanks to this same system. Many of us are anarchists, and many of us are against nation-states, and many of us do not care for this political system, and yet many held their noses and voted for the red team in order to best protect clumsy yet easily identified sculptures of empathy and humanism. We play the cards we are dealt even if we have a shit hand and when the game is rigged, and even as we feel the hot breath of the other players looking over our shoulders. For the first time, I met people who organised themselves to go door to door, hoping to be part of political positive change under the banner of this Labour Party. At first I was sceptical, seeing a contradiction in terms if they present to be Labour activists. To me, activists have always been those fighting against the state, but this, my perspective, has been shown to be limited. Those people who canvassed door to door, in their most glowing heat, reflected back a radical belief in the established political system and its potential to develop ideas of a broadly socialist aroma that will see the erection of empathy and humanism in sculpture parks. Although, of course, 
our right to parks as public spaces remains in question. Now, those radical ideas did not win. It is not known if we would have been able to breathe lighter, less afraid of police, and more confident that the streets would listen to screams of protest. I feel disappointed that we did not get to find out. When I voted, I felt happy, but I felt I was playing a game that has been written on the front in bubble font, democracy, but which was still just a box of coloured plastic pieces, convoluted rules and pithy cards, all to drag us around and around, produce one winner and gouge out collaboration, imagination and relaxation. I choose not to live in that society, and I believe that we can be instantiating insurrection by the way that we live. However, that used to mean that I didn't want to vote. My thinking had been along the lines of, if I vote, I have admitted that it exists, that it is some part of reality of life, that I do not want to make real, that I don't want to give life to. But I voted in the end. I think, now, but if I believe in the realness of the insurrection I make by living it, then I must concede that there are other realities being lived around. My isolation is not at their expense. If I am an island, I want to be a holiday destination for those tired activists and anarchists who held their noses, for the radical believers to sculpt whatever they like, where we can weather the tides even if some might look at us, point to our buckfast cocktails and tell us we are being grossly unpolitical. Johnson. He's a flying fucking idiot. Boris the buffoon, the buffoon. Our leader, leader. Boris. Our new prime minister is the embodiment of inequality. I hope you're happy, England. This is not democracy. I, mean, I, I, I can't go. Uh, it, it is a real position. <laughs> really are at times a reckless delinquent. He's a no-deal gang-banging zombie Brexit. Why is wrong in this country? Living in a country where this despicable excuse for a human being is our leader. Yeah, fuck him, man.
Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. Fuck him, man. F